another challenge was that now I went from this guy being my friend to now this because we started our dating relationship with the idea that you are the one and we're working towards marriage. Yeah. Um, so because of that, it wasn't just like dating to see how this goes. It was dating to with forever the <laughs> with yeah. the purpose of forever. Yeah. So because of that, um, I told you guys, I have this fear of abandonment. Now I have to factor this person into my life as a forever factor. And that is, that was, that was scary for me. Not just that I was seeing him as a forever factor, but also, man, if I ever had to leave him because of something, it would be really difficult. So that made me feel very vulnerable. So, because in my mind, in every relationship, I'm always thinking about what is the exit? What is my deal breaker? Whether it's a friendship or whatever it is, whether it's a job, <laughs> whatever the whatever it is, I... I'm always okay leaving things behind. Um, and I'm always okay breaking things off. So this is a first for me. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Grace. We are two trauma survivors who are married. And just learning how to love, grow, and heal together. Thank you for joining our podcast, Love and Grace. Hey y'all, so last time we talked about being friends of a, with a person that's also a trauma survivor. Um, this time we're going to be talking about dating. So we're just going to jump right into it. It's not a lot of intro because you already got the intro. Hey, what's happening? Hey. <laughs> um, and so this series, being in a relationship with a trauma survivor, um, it's just really interesting because I feel like we, uh, it's something that you and I never conscious, I'm sure people were in relationship with before. Mm-hmm. Um had experienced different things and in fact i know it but i think this was like the first time we were just very conscious of the fact that we were trauma survivors and Mm we um just really had to address and process each other's trauma in our relationship so um speaking of trauma uh i feel like we said that word a lot and without really giving a definition of what that is um, I'm a trauma trainer, so I have like a an hour and a half version <laughs> of what is trauma. So I'm going to just stick it to uh, my short version. So mm-hmm. my short version of a definition of trauma is it's a distressing experience or event that has a lasting physical, psychological, and emotional impact on you. Um, whether or not there is... A physical injury it can still have an impact on you physically uh you know for example um Mentally. having an uh no i mean physically okay having a panic attack is a physical experience it's also a mental experience an emotional experience but it's deeply physical so trauma incorporates all three even if there is no visible injury so that's my definition of trauma. Okay. <laughs> That's my shortened version. Short. <laughs> of my so. hour and a half um, training that I usually do. Okay. So let's just jump into it. How do we start dating? So we were friends and then we just started dating. Well, um, well you tell your side and I'll tell my side. Oh, yeah, because yours is longer. Way longer. It is not. Okay. 
it's yeah. more in depth. It's it has more emotion. It has well, not more emotion. You just you know, I love you. You know, go tell your side first. <laughs> tell your side right, first. So okay. Side. So basically, um, when so we were friends, um, we were getting closer and closer. Like we were like getting more intimate. Like like not necessarily like physically, but more like okay, I'm I'm in this with her. Like I'm we're like enmeshed with each other, and I'm like God. I've already had like um, situations where I felt like somebody was the one and it hasn't worked out and I don't want to mess this relationship up. I don't want to mess this friendship up. I haven't even thought about her in this way, but now I'm like, okay, God, what is this? <laughs> what is this? What am I doing? How How is this going to work? And like, I'm not going to say anything. So I got to a point where I was liking all the... Um, I would I would tell her that I'm siphoning all the girlfriend vibes from her, but not um, reciprocating it with a relationship. And basically just like girlfriend stuff is like, oh, can you come to the store with me? Or can you uh, uh, come buy the, uh, help me buy this car or come with me while I'm buying the car? Um, or- I mean, to be fair, we were doing this, this type of stuff when we were friends. Like we were running errands together. You went with me when I bought my car. Mm-hmm. Um, so... To be fair, it was things that we were already doing together as yeah. friends, but because both of us were going through this experience where we were seeing each other differently, it kind of had a different vibe. Yeah. So the things we're doing as friends came with a different weight to it. Yeah. You know, so I think, I mean, I think that's pretty much, I mean, from my side of it, it was like a click. And once that click happened and I prayed about it, and I felt a confirmation from God. It was like, well, let me just step back and continue this friendship and wait for him to approach me. So it was a period of time of me just trying to figure out how to just stay in this friendship without pushing it to be more than what it was. Meanwhile, I was growing physically, mentally, just into like this different woman. Mm-hmm. I was not the same woman we were. I was when we weren't friends yeah me neither and um which was kind of strange for alex because he was still uh interacting with me as if i was that same girl but i had done so much healing i had become more confident about certain things about my appearance how i was dressed like it was just a whole different um for me it was just a whole different me and i was starting to outgrow our friendship yeah and I think you felt that. Yeah, real quick. I think it's very, um, I just, this is just popped in my head just now. When somebody that is really, really close to you is growing, Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to see that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to, like, kind of approach them in the way that they are, approach them or interact with them in the way that they are growing Mm -hmm. uh, with the, like, the person that that they are. Because you're used to seeing them a certain way. Right. So you've, I've, I get comfortable. So I get comfortable with um, what what the situation is, how this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So if, if something changes, I'm not um, adverse to it, mm-hmm. but it takes me a little bit to like, okay, so this is what this is. So mm-hmm. let me get, uh, let me get comfortable again with what the situation yeah. is now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it's, it was really interesting that you would say, like I, you would say that I'm different. I'm different now, Alex. I was. <laughs> I, I would say that. And by the time he got to the point where he was ready to even talk about the fact that our relationship was different, 
and he wanted to, he was ready to have like a upfront, like a direct conversation about it. By the time he got to that point, mentally, I had, I was like, I was already felt like I'd, I'd outgrown the friendship. And well, if he's not the one, then I'm open to other options. That's that's how I was. <laughs> she was actually dating somebody else. I was not dating. Not somebody dating, else. but like you were. You dance with somebody else, Grace. Okay, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Whatever. I have I was open to other options, just yeah. to say. I was open to other options. And um so <laughs> dance with somebody else. Was that a factor in our <laughs> Yeah and I, how quickly I ain't gonna lie, it kinda was. Um not necessarily not a big huge one, but it it, it was like okay, well she's really like out here thinking about giving her number to other dudes and like like okay i'm not i didn't throw my hat in but like you should recognize who i am <laughs> you understand me recognize what be the greatness in front okay but um yeah so there was a factor like uh once we had an upfront conversation yeah um i was like okay it was you were giving me signs man you were giving me so many signs that was your ring hitting the chair that was so loud <laughs> You were giving me signs, uh-huh. and like, it was just like, what was it? What was the what, did, what was the song you played on on the piano? Um, Unthinkable. Unthinkable. It's so, just a beautiful song. I learned to play on the piano. So think about this, right? Get <laughs> this visual. You, Catch this visual. If you so, felt some type of way because I was singing Unthinkable, you know, I'm not, I'm not even talking to you right now. I'm talking to them. <laughs> so if you are having feelings for a person and somebody's singing, um, I was wondering maybe would you. Would I, would I make you my baby? If we do the unthinkable, would it make us look crazy? What are, what are you saying to me at this point? God, what do you want me I to do with learned, this woman? <laughs> <laughs> I just learned to play the piano. I was just learning a song that was in my heart that I loved. You know, you Send me videos saying, would it be unthinkable? I, <laughs> I was sending him videos of me practicing piano, which, by the way, is not... Uncommon in our relationship. Uncommon okay, in our relationship. Whatever. He would send me videos of him playing piano as well. So, anyways, <laughs> so anyway. we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, all right. So we started dating. So what other challenges did we? Kinda... I mean, well, you prayed. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Okay. So I prayed about it. Um, mm-hmm. Once, like, we had that conversation, and it was just kind of like we left that in that conversation, just saying, "Hey, all right, um, we've both put, we both." put our cards on the table but we both put our um i don't have any other any other way to say that <laughs> well I we dislike it you i said for you to go pray about it because i told you where i was mentally no that's not, I how, did. It, that's not how it went i don't like the attitude is not <laughs> what, what it was so that's I said, why i started saying it let me talk okay because like it's it's really emotional for her at this point there'll be a full story later on or whatever, whatever. maybe maybe not whatever so um at the end of it we just said okay um, th- she explained to me where she was at. Um, she was basically done at that point. She was basically done uh, with the relationship, with the friendship, with the friendship. And I was like, okay, let's go ahead and um, let me let me pray about it. She thought I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna come get back to her. And I I didn't know what you at that point. I was already like mentally like, if he ain't the one, he ain't the one. I'm ready to move on. Mm-hmm. So when he came back the day later, it was like. Oh, I've been praying, and you're the one for me. I and know you wanted to. Pray <laughs> you're the one for me, and you're everything. When I look back and things that I prayed for you, da 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 da, and I'm like, yeah, itemized. 
um, God had me pray for my wife um, and all the things that he had me Years pray before for. we met. Yeah, like, no, I think we met. Yeah, we had met, we met. were friends. No, it wasn't. It was like, so God would have me pray because I got the idea because um, just, just some things were the conversations that we had. Um, so I would pray for my wife and God had me very specifically write down things um, to yeah. pray for. Like that matched her characteristic. Then, yeah, that who she is, what she's, um, what what she loves, and like, um, just kind of prophesying over her and like speak like, God had already created her to be those things. You, God created you to be those things, and He wanted me to continue to speak that to Him, um, to be in that cycle. So, so like just kind of like kinda your of, prayer was more like a, yeah. Uh, so my prayer was it matched up very specifically to what, um to who you were mm-hmm. and I didn't have to pray very long. I just had to look back at the prayer that God had me write down and I was like, okay, God, I'm, everything is matching. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just go ahead and do it. And then I like, I prayed, I worshiped. And then the next day I sent you a heartfelt voice message. And you did, which you told me to delete. And then you sent me another one. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it wasn't right. It wasn't right. You know, like when you're in the moment and you wanted to be right. You're like, Hey babe, I'm just crap. And then he texts me, he's like, delete it. (laughs) I'm going to send you another one. (laughs) And then he sent me another one. I didn't delete the first one. I had both. Wow. I had both of them. The truth comes out. (laughs) So, yeah. That was, so yeah, we're dating now. So. At that point. We're dating. Last time we talked about some of the triggers that we experienced in our friendship. Mm -hmm. What are some new challenges or new issues that came up through us now dating? You go. Me? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You did just spend a long time mm-hmm. talking about how amazing I am and how I match his list to God, his I, like, prayer. If I deny that, you then can't at deny this it. Point, <laughs> so, like, you just have me in a in the corner. Yeah, man, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Um. So I would say for me, I told y'all last time. Um. I had a blocking finger that was quick. <laughs> you know, with dating, you can't do that. You can't like be. I mean. You can. you can. You can. That's a possibility. <laughs> it, you can, but it just wasn't something that I wanted to bring into the relationship. Yeah. Um. So when we had conflict or when I felt emotionally vulnerable, um, I couldn't just like just cut him off to go deal with it by myself. And for me, that's a challenge. Um, another challenge was that now I went from this guy being my friend to now this, cause we started our dating relationship with the idea that you are the one and we're working towards marriage. Yeah. Um, so because of that, it wasn't just like dating to see how this goes. It was dating to with forever the <laughs> with yeah. the purpose of forever. Yeah. So because of that, um, I told you guys, I have this fear of abandonment. Now I have to factor this person into my life as a forever factor. And that is, that was, that was scary for me. But also, man, if I ever had to leave him because of something, it would be really difficult. So that made me feel very vulnerable. So, because in my mind, in every relationship, I'm always thinking about, what is the exit? What is my deal breaker? Whether it's a friendship or whatever it is, 
whether it's a job, <laughs> whatever the whatever it is, I I'm always okay leaving things behind. Um and I'm always okay breaking things off. So this is a first for me. Yeah. What about for you? Um, some challenges that I I'm I'm still kinda chewing on what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um What is it about what I just said? I was just thinking about all the times I've pushed those boundaries. Of like just very simple because you're like one time you're a private person and me saying something that, that we agreed on and we didn't necessarily say we we're going to say it to other people. And I ended up texting somebody about it. What? When did this happen? I don't know. When we were dating. About what? I don't, I don't know. You don't all remember like details for real, for real. Okay. So it was basically, it was like, but I remember in the, uh, when you were um, upset about it, you were saying, this is things that I would cut people off for. I was like, oh, okay. I said that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something I would say. <laughs> exactly. I just don't remember the exact situation. Yeah, so like, yeah. You said this is something I would cut people off for. I'm That's like, true. Mm, okay. There's a lot of things I would cut people off for, so it could and be was, any number of situations. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I just thought about, like, pushing those boundaries, mm-hmm. like, and you, like, having to come back. What about for you? What are challenges, some challenges for you? Challenges for me? You're closer now? And I didn't know you can get closer. Yeah. <laughs> you are close. Like, um, you're closer. Emotionally. Emotionally. Like, okay, we're going to get married. What does that look like? What does a husband look like? Mm-hmm. Who do I look to? to that, that's a good husband that I would want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, then we found mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about it in a second. But, like, then it's just like, oh, why is she so close? I hate people getting this close. Now I, it's not necessarily abandonment. It's like, you're going to force me to care and you are going to hurt me. Mm. Those are like in succession. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. You're forcing me to care. (laughs) It's like, just like when the first time I told you I love you when we were just friends. Yeah. It's like, why are you so close? I I hate that I love you. Mm -hmm. I don't like people being this close because that makes me have to care. And that means you're going to hurt me. And like, you have the access to hurt me. Yeah. And I'm good on that. So that was, and that's kind of like the, the foundation of all of the, my challenges. So like it, it, it would manifest in different ways, mm-hmm. but like very specifically is like, you're too close. And why did I, I'm, I'm upset at myself for letting you get this close. And then I'm upset that you're there. Yeah. So all my stuff was just, yeah, that, that was, that was the main thing. And the thing about you, like, you know, as opposed to me where I'm always looking for exit signs. Um, I, the thing about you is that you, like once you're in, you're in, Yeah. you know, whether you like it or not, you are in. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and I'm, that's not me. Um, I'm in with, and there's a, like, you know, that red exit sign mm-hmm. I'm in, but I need to see an exit. <laughs> You know, I need to see an exit sign there. So, um... You starting to panic when you don't see the exit sign? Well, no, actually. And we're going to talk about that in our marriage. But in the dating, like, I have certain things that would make me leave. You know, it's cheating and it's domestic abuse. Those are my my two rules. Um, Cheating and domestic abuse. So, I'm... So in my mind, it's like, it's kind of like this weird thing where like, I would remind myself, okay, like if 
he ever did any of those like mm-hmm. when i feel you so close to me it's like almost i need to remind myself that like if any of those things were to occur i would leave like almost to let you know like you are you do have access to me but not so much access that i would um hurt myself so that you you would stay uh, like in my life and I needed to remind myself that so that I could feel like I had a sense of like control, you know? Mm. So does that make sense? Yeah. It's interesting though. Yeah. And I am one of those people that believe that even though I don't believe that God wants or created people to have divorce, but because people are broken and we're flawed, um, we do things that would warrant divorce so that would deserve divorce um so god's idea of marriage was created um with two people who had not sinned but when sin entered the world um moses even in his law allowed divorce um so when sin entered the world, we had the opportunity to divorce. So in my mind, I know it's like I'm going all biblical and theological, but basically like I needed to remind myself that the, even though this feels so amazing, this feels so good, but I'm dealing with a human being who could possibly hurt me at any point. So I needed to remind myself that, um, no one would ever have that much power over me that if they hurt me in either of those two ways that I would stay because I've seen both of those things okay in my life in my family so it's my no no okay that's healthy yeah it is but also there's a, there's a side of it that <laughs> it's healthy it. but yeah you got yeah next, next question, question. we got next question next question um oh oh boundaries in uh in the terms in of sex oh yeah boundaries so um i want to talk go ahead talk. (laughs) i did just finish talking (laughs) okay so um as soon as we started um dating Mm -hmm. um god told me uh oh actually told us separately that um of course we're Christian, so we don't not having sex before marriage. Uh, but what are some boundaries before so we don't get to that point? So, um, God was telling us that we weren't going to kiss before um, before marriage. Okay, well, he was telling me. He told me not to kiss you. That, that's what that, <laughs> okay. you, you, you want to get. I don't know what you got to say. I would say that when I was like a teenager and I had imagined, you know, what this I this relationship when I was naive. And I was like, I had listened to somebody saying how they didn't kiss before marriage. And I was like, oh, that's great. I would like that. But by the time it was time to um, date Alex, (laughs) I was questioning that. I was like, you know, God, I don't think that's necessary anymore. I think we got this. I think this is great. And then Alex comes to me and say, hey, I've been praying about it. And, you know, this is the the boundaries. And I'm not going to lie. I felt some type of way. Like I felt like God went behind my back. And went to talk to Alex when I was already having conversations with God, letting him know, hey, I really, I'm not feeling this boundary anymore. I have my own relationship. And I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And God was kind of went behind my back. Yeah. Um, was it difficult for you? 
Yeah, because you kept trying, man. <laughs> you kept, oh my gosh, you kept like, okay, you know how like the... Okay, don't, uh, okay. I need you to explain what trying is because I don't want All right. them, them to get the wrong idea. Okay. <laughs> so we have, oh, the most we were doing at the time was hugs. So we were having hugs. Yes. We would have, <laughs> exactly. You see that face? For those who are watching the video. Yeah. So we were, the most we would be doing is hugs at that mm-hmm. point. Um, they would be extra long. We would, I know I'm not touching any certain body parts. I'm saying I'm not going, um, deeper, uh, like lower than the small of her back. I'm going to keep my hands where I need to. Cause I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I've dealt with pornography. I've dealt with lust and I've dealt with those things. Um, I just don't want to deal with it. And you, you, unlike me, you've had like other sexual partners, other sexual partners. Yeah. Right. So at that point I'm like, okay, nah. I don't want to do it. And I don't want to mess up this thing, mm-hmm. you know, because like if this is going to be uh, our marriage, if this is going to like, I want to be able to do it walking in clean. He he had a lot of self-control and he was the moral center of our abstinence. Absolutely. Um, meanwhile, you know, I I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, uh, I did not have the same thoughts as Alex. I was just thinking to myself, you know, like, you know, if, don't you want if, this? If Alex falls, then I'm in. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's kind of funny because I prayed before even meeting Alex. I was like, I prayed that um, to have a relationship with a man who had like self-control. Mm-hmm. And then when he had the self-control, I you know, was going to test it a little bit. You know, I, you know, I wasn't leaning in for a kiss. Well, actually, I did a couple Twice. times. More than twice. Okay, okay. But it was unintentional. Unconsciously. <laughs> the funny thing about it was it was unintentional. And that was the funniest thing. And I thing. would catch myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I think the interesting thing about our relationship is um is realizing just how beautiful and natural the desire to connect physically with somebody with yeah. is and the cool thing is is that our abstinence wasn't created out of shame or out of like you know out of shame or out of even though we weren't kissing which would it would sound strict to other people (laughs) you know it sounds like very legalistic but actually it really wasn't that we had some really great conversations about um sex about um and meanwhile i was also um just learning um i was reading this book uh, multiple books actually just learning about like you know female sexuality just really like growing in this like positive attitude towards sex and, and sexuality. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't shameful. It wasn't legalistic. I tried him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I tested the boundaries. I tried. So basically, <laughs> if she would be walking in front of me, she would just stop and want me to walk walk into her. I got really good at like side swiping her and like doing all of this because like did. I wasn't hugging her from the back. Like I would know. just accidentally like fall backwards if he was behind me. Just and- to, Get a little contact. No. <laughs> he got that. good. <laughs> to the point where we started. We were in marriage. We were I was married. Like, oh, he, oh, we his defenses were still up. Yeah. Which is great. Which is great. A um, couple of times I, 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 pushed, I pushed the limit and he would, you know, talk to me afterward and say, hey, you know, when the limit was really pushed and la da 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 da. And, and yeah. I would feel kind of sad, but like, <laughs> okay. 
I would feel bad that I that you were so I carry this. Uh, <laughs> reactionary yeah. to my attempts but um yeah you definitely <laughs> carried us you you carried us we never and, and you know what we never we never actually crossed those we mm. we pushed i pushed that yeah. we we never actually crossed those lines and which was kind of interesting and the cool thing is is that um even looking back at it like I feel no, it was still, there's like this beauty in the abstinence because we, we were able to work things out. Yeah. A lot of emotional that things. Was, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I feel like if, if we had the ability to, or if we had even not even from a religious standpoint, just from a practical standpoint, because there are people who practice abstinence who are not right, right, right. Christians who don't do it for a religious reason you really feel the difference in building intimacy and we built intimacy. We are already like intimate from our friendship, but mm-hmm. like the level through which we reach emotional maturity in our dating is exponentially because we weren't having sex. Cause there's a couple of times where I'm like, man, if I could just have sex right now, I feel like we would just fix this. This made this argument maybe because of sexual frustration. Mm-hmm. I've thought this a couple of times, but then after we got through the, <laughs> After we got to the other end of it, it was like, no, we needed to talk this out. We needed to work through this. Like, this is what boundaries look like. And then there was no possible way for us not to try to solve everything with sex. Like, literally, we would have conversations and then, like, it would be the cherry on top would be, okay, boom, we're going to have sex after this. I would have tried to sidestep a lot of things. So we can just, you know what? Let's just have sex. Um, well, maybe we'll talk about it later. And then we'll just keep having sex and then we won't talk about it. Because, like, I was avoiding a lot of things. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, it would be at my... Um, Detriment? No, it would be me initiating. Being mm-hmm. like, okay, just wanting... I think it would just be a way for me to run away from, like, the intensity or the vulnerability. Or sometimes just to solidify. The intimacy, like, you know, after we had a really great intimate conversation, like, oh, it would be nice if we could just, you know, if we, if we could solidify it, you know, okay. I would say, like, for us specifically, we didn't have any healthy role models okay. for marriage. And those are specifically connected to our own family trauma. Mm-hmm. Um my dad never married my mom and but he had three kids with her so I never saw that with my parents and then other marriages I saw didn't um didn't appear healthy yeah. to me or it had just were toxic or I just ain't want nobody marriage like I, I, was, yeah. I would look at other people and I'm like mm, yeah I'm good nothing was like appealing yeah and your parents divorced, My parents right? uh, divorced and divorced when I was 11 or 12, fifth mm-hmm. grade. I don't know. Um, and I never saw them hug, never saw them kiss. Um, all I knew is them arguing. I didn't want that. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of where, that's, that's that was my first example. And then mm-hmm. I would just look around at other marriages and I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't like the way y'all communicate. Mm, I don't like, like, it's just like, I don't mm-hmm. like nothing y'all got going on. Yeah. So until we started um 
intentionally yeah intentionally looking at other marriages and like seeing you know this podcast and like other like mm-hmm. books and like mm-hmm. even in our own church like we had marriage mentors we did um, and i really appreciate them and they weren't that much older than us they um i think they were married like five or seven years yeah. when they started being our mentor and but they were a marriage that we admired and that yeah. was enough yeah. Even though the it you know it didn't need to be married for twenty years, but the fact that they were married and they were they had a healthy and just authentic connection, and that yeah. was so important to us. And we met with them together, but also the wife followed up with me, and the husband followed up with Alex. And mm-hmm. um, throughout the two years of us dating, yeah, um, it What's wasn't every years? it was about like a year nine months, babe. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Throughout that time of us dating, it wasn't every week, but it was fairly consistent enough mm-hmm. where we knew we had somebody to talk to. Yeah. And it was very helpful because Absolutely. I'll tell you what, um, something about being in a, a relationship brought out the ugly. anger okay. in me. <laughs> <laughs> I just found myself just being like really angry at Alex about certain things where I felt like you should understand especially like boundaries with like the opposite sex, that kind of stuff um, that I would, but then also, um, and then we both, at some point we both realized that we both had kind of blind spots Mm -hmm. in regards to that. Yeah. Um, How we interact with the opposite sex. And that was very interesting for me, just realizing that like um, we can have an issue and we can talk through it and work it out and realizing that at the end of the day that he loves me and I love him um, and then working through issues. <laughs> the working through the issues. Working through issues. Oh, man. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about a couple of nights of like, I, just like being so angry or so upset. It was like, I can't talk to you right now. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. And then a couple of nights where it's like, I'm so upset. I'm so angry. You not getting off the phone until I <laughs> until I feel better. Make up your mind. Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. but I'm glad that we had like I'm so grateful to God for our journey. Mm-hmm. I'm like so grateful for like just the way that God put it together because mm-hmm. He couldn't. It couldn't have been done no other way. Because if it, if oh my God if it would have been like any misstep any like um. Any other way would have been a derailment to, like, my personal growth, your personal growth, Mm -hmm. to, like, uh, our future generations, the people Mm -hmm. that we're going to be ministering to, the people that we're discipling, like. Or even just, like, we would never have been in a relationship. Yeah. If we, if it didn't, if it, the trajectory of friendship to dating didn't happen. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have ever trusted you. I had a lot of barriers and I've had them as, as a kid always Mm -hmm. had a lot of barriers in regards to men. So we never would have even gotten together and much less married, um, without that, that trajectory. Yeah. It's just the foundation, Mm -hmm, the foundation of it for sure. And, um, some of the things that we worked on in terms of like addressing our trauma, helped in the dating relationship 
Yeah. And then the things that we worked on in a dating relationship is now helping in our in our marriage. In our marriage, yeah. Yeah. Which is the next thing we're going to talk about. Yay. Absolutely. Transition. <laughs> um, so uh, our next episode is going to be, what's it like being married to? And it, it gets deeper. It, get, it gets deeper. I didn't think it could. That's the weird thing is like the level of intimacy just like deepens and deepens. I already, when we were friends, felt like I had never felt this vulnerable with somebody before. And then we dated and I'm like, oh. <laughs> gutting me <laughs> it was emotionally like ugh. and now we're married it's like we were in the same house as me it's wearing my skin as a jacket <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a horror movie wearing your skin as a jacket have you're i murdered you just inside of me like have oh, i skinned you i'm still alive Are and you? beating like my heart is beating but you're just here you're here in my house. I just can't get the image of me wearing your skin. <laughs> it's very, very disturbing, babe. All right. I can't get out of it. All right. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out. Get, get out. out. Get out. Okay. Um, what cartoon, um, either movie or TV show that you had a crush on? Cartoon? Yes. Movie or TV show? I can't say that on camera. Why not? No judgment here. It's not judgment. It's like, I was going to say Jessica Rabbit, but like, uh, as a man. It's a little cliche, but okay, go ahead. I like, but as a man. Hey, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I just said no judgment. Wow. And I judged <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> so, I was going to say Jessica Rabbit, but then like. Uh, Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny from the Space Jam. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uncliched, homie. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> they're both rabbits. So they're both rabbits of some sort. Lola Bunny does a good thing. Like, well, she was a human, but like, she was uh, all right. Go ahead. We'll talk about this off camera. <laughs> um, mine was a human. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, more judgment. All right. All right. Um, I don't so, feel safe here. <laughs> I don't feel safe. So mine was okay. So um, uh, from Anastasia, uh, the Disney movie, the um, the dude Dimitri. I've never seen that movie. Okay, but okay. Here's what I liked about him. <laughs> he was a con man at first, right? He was a con man at first, you know, really wanting to, I don't, I just liked, and then he had the hair that was flowing in his face. I don't, I just had a little thing for him. I had multiple um, cartoon and TV crushes throughout the day. I did have a thing for Aladdin, but eventually I realized that Aladdin and I were meant to be just friends. Um, we weren't meant to be more than mm-hmm. that. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I see judgment in your face. This no judgment at all. We're and, but, but I would say the one that I really remember is Dimitri from um, Anastasia. <laughs> meant to be just friends. <laughs> it, Alan, you know, Aladdin and I, I friend zone Aladdin. What can I say? <laughs> he had a magic carpet, Grace. Was he actually a prince? He has to be a prince. Was he actually a prince or was he just had the princely robes? 
I think he was a prince. Like his his like wish was to make mm-hmm. me a prince. Yeah, yeah. So where's his kingdom? I don't know. That's wild. Well, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. All right. When we talk about on marriage. Peace out. And Aladdin. Downtown. Little town. Around town. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please download our app and subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube page is called My Black Therapy TV. You can also find us on Facebook under My Black Therapy LLC and our Instagram, which is at official My Black Therapy. You can also support us on Patreon just by searching My Black Therapy. Or going to patreon.com slash My Black Therapy.